Let us pray. Dear God, may these words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Morning. School has always been a challenge for me. When I began junior high at Derby Middle School, I had a lot of fun with the social aspects. But the academic aspects were always hard for me. The reading, the story problems, the studying, the memorizing. I did barely poorly in sixth grade. It certainly was not easy. I struggled a lot in the classroom. When seventh grade arrived, school was still a challenge and I always had the worst grades in the family. I never understood why. At this point, my parents had the bright idea of sending me to Cranbrook. <laughs> what were they thinking? <laughs> Many of you are probably wondering, how'd that work out for you? Well, I had my moments and something happened. Today's scripture passage from Luke, chapter nine, describes the transfiguration. In this passage, Jesus takes Peter, James, and John up on the mountain to pray. By this point in Luke's gospel, Jesus has been preaching throughout Galilee. He had caught a multitude of fish with Peter's net, healed leprosy and paralysis, and delivered the Sermon on the Mount. He had fed 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fish. But on this day, up on the mountain, something even more remarkable happened. While they were there, the appearance of Jesus' face changed and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly, they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to Jesus. They appeared in glorious splendor and were talking about his departure that was to be brought to fulfillment in Jerusalem. Later, a cloud enveloped them and a voice said, this is my son, whom I have chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, they found Jesus alone. That day on the mountain, in that moment, Jesus revealed to Peter, James, and John, he was the son of God. This moment would forever change their relationship with Jesus. It was a life-changing experience. When we think about our own lives, especially as youth growing and changing during our teenage years, do we have life-changing mountaintop experiences? For me, going to Cranbrook was certainly a life-changing experience, but I didn't reach the mountaintop right away. Eighth grade at Cranbrook was tough. Compared to Derby, I saw a mountain all right, and it didn't initially resemble anything like what the disciples saw. Not only was the academic work more rigorous and voluminous, but I was the new kid and had few friends. Without the social element of school to buoy me, I began to sink. I finished eighth grade poorly and was disappointed more than ever. But my journey to the mountaintop had just begun. Freshman year was great, in the bookstore and the commons with the ladies. But in class, I was always the kid who had questions too afraid to ask. I continued to struggle. I could never really get the balance between school and friends. I finished my freshman year with awful grades and really started to question whether Cranbrook was even the right fit for me. And to top off my wonderful year, I was placed on academic probation. 
My parents and I did not understand why I was falling so far behind my peers. As a teacher, my mom had some intuition and arranged for me to see Dr. Murray. My new doctor evaluated me and ran some tests. My mom's intuition was correct, and we learned I have inattentive ADD. Now we better understood why I was always behind and did not have very good grades. We pursued a plan with limited medication, and my sophomore year started off much better. I was able to keep up my grades through midterms. This pushed me off academic probation and helped me gain some confidence going into the second semester. But that boost in confidence was not to last, as again, I began to slip and struggle. I finished my sophomore year free of academic probation and making progress. But I did not know why I just could not grow as a student the way I had hoped. I was frustrated, confused, and with burning questions as to why I could not get over the mountaintop. Junior year, a fresh start as an upperclassman. I started out very well, but now dropping the medication altogether. And this time, I did not slip, and I struggled less. I continued to grow as a student, and my grades began to rise. I was changing, and my teachers noticed it. One afternoon later that year, during an all-school assembly, the dean announced the most improved student award for the entire junior boys class. He called my name. I was ecstatic. This was an amazing honor, uh, amazing honor I was able to receive. And it really showed the work I had put in finally paid off. But had I reached my mountaintop? Almost. My experience illustrates the lack of self-confidence that some high school students have, and how they are sometimes unable to believe them in themselves, even though the only thing they need to believe in themselves is right in front of them. When I started at Cranbrook, I did not believe in and trust myself. As a result, my performance suffered. How can I, and we as a congregation, consider today's passage to find our way? Well, the voice in the cloud says, this is my son, whom I have chosen. Listen to him. We are chosen by God, and we are loved. We must never forget that. And with Jesus that day were two men on the mountaintop in glorious splendor. For me, and for most of us, I have my parents there to help me along the way. My mom and dad are my law and prophet. They were with me to help me on my journey. Each of us will face a challenge, and today's passage tells us we are not alone. We are never alone. Our God loves us, and he puts people in our lives to help us on our way. Every one of us has our own Elijah and Moses in our life to help us be guided. We just have to recognize them and try to understand what they are doing. In scripture, Elijah and Moses are integral parts and the power of the voice that comes down to talk to Jesus. Their presence corroborates the truth of the voice and makes it believable for Peter, James, and John this trip to the mountaintop teaches us that sometimes we have to go to extremes, like climbing a mountain and hearing God speak to believe what he means for us. With everything Jesus had been doing prior to his mountaintop, maybe this passage reminds us that we are sometimes blind to God. We may be afraid to believe in him, 
But this time on the mountaintop, it tells us that he is there and he is real. We should always remember the mountaintop, the transfiguration, because it reminds us of the guidance in our lives from both our Heavenly Father and our moms and dads, from both Elijah and Moses and our family and friends. Think about your own mountaintop. Are you looking up a steep hill of death? Does your path to the mountaintop have career slips and falls? Are you bruised by the job market? You are not alone. Today we are reminded that God is with us. He has chosen us. He loves us. Listen to him. Are your relationships in trouble? Do you worry about whether you will make it? Is your health holding you back from your mountaintop? Today's scripture tells us of Peter, James, and John going with Jesus up onto a mountaintop. They were on a journey. As we think about our own lives, this scripture reminds us that we are on a journey too. Jesus reached the mountaintop. He did it. Each of us is made in God's image. We can make it to our mountaintop. It is a journey, and God will meet you there when you get there, and he will have something to say to you. Take the first step and be on your way. As I close, some of you may be thinking whether I reached my mountaintop for my parents' bright idea to send me to Cranbrook, making my academic mountaintop higher and harder to reach. Becoming the most improved student, what could be next? Well, I learned that high school is a place where we all experience some sort of transfiguration, whether it be socially, mentally, or physically, each of us has a change experience. It is a time of instability and discomfort, and yet there was always a new mountaintop to reach. For me, the Kirk's youth program played a major role. The Abbey and Heritage Hall were places nobody knew me by my grades but by my character and personality. With the support of my parents and family and the youth in today's service, I have tried to do my best to develop the gifts God has given me. As the end of my senior year comes to a close, I can see something I couldn't see in eighth grade, my own mountaintop. This year, I have continued to work hard in school, be faithful to God's promises, and continue to develop the gifts he has given me. I now have the highest GPA of my high school years, and I am a much happier and healthier person. From this mountaintop, my mountaintop, I can already see the next one. Next fall, I will start my journey studying business and pursuing interscholastic golf at Hope College. While in Holland, I will always remember the transfiguration of Jesus and of me. And don't you forget yours. Amen.